glass, so DJ turn me up. DJ turn me up. Yeah. I like my music, glass, so DJ turn me up. DJ turn me up. Yeah. I like my music, glass, so DJ turn me up. DJ turn me up. Yeah. I like my music, glass, so DJ turn me up. DJ turn me up. Trying to get hit, music allowed this nigga but hits If I hop on it, then do what you get I just go in like the fit of a switch I come to party, trying to get hit Music allowed this nigga but hits If I hop on it, then do what you get I just go in like the fit of a switch Four, three, two. So we just got off of doing a podcast probably about 20 minutes ago. And yet I was back reviewing it, listening to it. And I heard myself break down the whole Poirier versus McGregor fight. But throughout that whole entire podcast, I was kind of nervous. I didn't know where to start. There had been so much stuff I'd re- read. There's been so much stuff that I was thinking about. I didn't know what to talk about first. And I was skimming through the podcast and I was thinking in my head, I've got to do another podcast because, you know, this next week I'm going to be booked. I'm going to be very busy. So I'm not going to have too much time on my hands for the show. So I figure the weekends are the times that we can do the podcast the most, probably Friday, Saturday, Sunday, along those lines are the times that we can do the show. So I figure, dude, you can't fucking abandon the show. I mean, we didn't even really talk about the fights too much, but we can more so talk about the normal things that we were talking about. We talked about the, obviously, in the last episode. First things first, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 317 of Kicking It With The King, two episodes in one day, nearly an hour apart. So, like I said, my name is Gabriel Hernandez. As always, you can follow me on Instagram at KWTKPod, as well as G the King MMA on Twitter, gab.com slash G the King Official, um, parlor.com slash G the King Official. I know parlor is set and rumored to be shut down be- until it establishes another server because Gab is on the Amazon service. So, Amazon's going to terminate. The gab on their server. I mean, Apple removed it from the App Store as well. It's a free speech app, um, app for a lot of people who have very controversial opinions on stuff. You know, stuff that has to do with Trump, uh, conspiracies, QAnon supporters, everybody under the sun that is real woke and stuff like that. Like to you know gravitate under one banner. Twitter recently just purged a bunch of accounts. They removed uh, a lot of content, anything that's, uh, anything that incites violence or could lead to inciting violence. They pulled it off the web completely, completely pulled it off the web. Um, now we're seeing people lose followers, lose people they are following, and everything's just, you know, turned upside down. Um, ever since the Capitol, you know, the, the storming of the U.S. Capitol. What a way to start off 2021, right? Two episodes in one day, um, sitting here talking about the craziness that just happened. This just happened like four days ago. And now there's a bunch of uh, army and stuff all in Washington, D.C., all over Washington, D.C. Because in reality, ladies and gentlemen, there's just so much stuff that's going on. There's so much things going down that the world and just people of the world are just not prepared for so i made uh a long post it's probably lost within the archives of twitter now but um i made a post basically so since we hadn't done any episodes or any shows or anything like that since the 29th of december of last year 
Um, I had read, I've been reading a lot of stuff, been a lot more deeper into the conspiracy, deeper into what the QAnon supporters are going after and believing in and all this. You know, I'm, I'm not going to sit here and label myself a supporter of any party. Basically, that's what the, the post was alluding to. I don't label myself a part of any party. I'm an advocate for free speech. I believe that all Americans deserve to discuss and talk about things that they believe in. They discuss and discuss and talk about things that we think are true. And to have a voice, to be heard, to not be censored. But I made some interesting points on the last episode. We weren't necessarily able to focus too much on it because I was really nervous when it comes to, uh, you know, being back after a couple weeks and reading so much stuff and being real edgy and being real kind of nervous and stuff like that. But, you know, without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, we are here. We are back. It's time to talk. It's time to get to the bottom of all the stuff that we usually always talk about here on the show freedom of speech is everybody's right and i did i genuinely believe and stand by that and i think and does and believe that every single person deserves to say whatever they need to say and obviously like i said if it if it's uh to the stature of what donald trump talks about then you know by all means and that that results in a ban or a temporary ban or you know having you removed from the space on twitter we're in a new age. We're in a new era. Things are swiftly changing. They're flipping to different hands. The power is changing. There's things going on that we cannot stop. The power is changing, ladies and gentlemen, for the first time in four years. We're going to be under a different administration, different rules, different things. And regardless of the way you look at it, regardless if you don't think Joe, if Joe Biden isn't your president, then... Donald Trump's your president. If the, it doesn't matter. Realistically, Joe Biden will become the president um, unless some absolute craziness goes down and happens. But um, we're swiftly changing things now. And, you know, I know that these apps have wanted Trump off for so long. I mean, he has expressed and used his his platform to incite violence, to gain attention, to reach out to people. And there wasn't a day that would go by in 2020 that Trump wasn't on Twitter. I mean, there hasn't since he's been a fucking president. He has not stopped getting off Twitter. And he's been saying all these crazy things. Not necessarily crazy, but he when in the history have we really had any other president get on Twitter and ravagely talk about every little thing and you know kind of cover it like a m- member of the media. I mean, he had his really huge and large opinions on on um a lot of things. He's very outspoken and stuff. Very controversial figure in a lot of ways. Because regardless of if you support him or not, he's very controversial in a lot of ways because people seem to have a problem with him. So that automatically generates controversy. Controversy. Right? It automatically generates controversy. So those people are accusing him of things. People say he's this. People say he's that. And obviously if you watch the videos or you see him or you see him on a speech, or you just see the way he carries himself, it's it's not really, uh, I don't know, I just, a lot of people don't like the way that he carries himself. And yeah, since he's become the president, since he announced he's running for president, the whole world has been kind of like in a turmoil. A lot of people either don't want him to become president, or they voted against him, so that that's when they voted for Hillary. They voted for Hillary because they didn't want to vote for him. Because they look at the way he was before that, and he's had a glorified history. He had a glorified past way before he even um, started to run for president. A lot of people know who he was because of Hollywood and his controversial, you know, obviously his past. You know, Hollywood and who he's known growing up. He's a large, very successful businessman. And obviously, he's had his issues with taxes and his issues with going bankrupt and stuff like that. But, you know, overall, he's just a businessman and, you know, didn't have any background in politics. So it was kind of weird for a lot of people to see a guy like Trump um, get into politics and announce he's running for president. It's like, oh, shit. This Donald Trump guy is here running for president against, and then he goes and faces off against Hillary. Then, boom, fast forward, he's a president of the United States for four years, and 
just the whole world, the whole vibe of the world just moves upside down and, you know, just not, it's not a place that you really want to associate yourself with. But here we are, we're in 2021. Trump is banned from all platforms, most platforms, because it's kind of like a joint circle. It's like a circle. Okay, we see one person do this, we're in a follow suit, and we feel that it's the best thing we can do. Because it's the best thing, realistically, if you look at it, no conspiracy-wise, don't look at it in any other way, but you gotta admit, he has a large voice. And he can spread a lot of things. And at this state of, uh, a moment of him and the state of his mental state and on top of what's realistically going on, you gotta look at this. We're not that far away from Joe Biden being sworn in as president. So it's a fragile, you know, you you gotta think maybe he's in a fragile state of mind and this may not be the safest of things to see and have him online saying and posting things and putting things in the already fragile minds of, of America because of the COVID virus and stuff like that. We're already in a fragile state of mind. I mean, the fact is that we're quote unquote going through one of the biggest pandemics that we've ever faced on top of the stress of the election, the, the stress of Trump not necessarily wanting to go away peacefully. And, you know, he will not be stopped in a lot of people's eyes. And lots of people think that even after the election, that he still will be around. And he's working on um, creating his own platform, his own app. For people, I don't know necessarily not app, but a platform for him, hosted by him. I think like you know, obviously this team and everybody is working working together to get a something going for the app, and we obviously have to have a server and stuff like that too, which brings me in is talking about um parlor. Parlor was like the alternative to Twitter. It's um obviously you can talk about whatever you feel like, you know, freedom of speech, and don't really have to worry about your political views on that app, and if people don't support what you support, and, you know, if it's controversial, and too controversial for Twitter, um, usually people that were on Twitter went to Parler, and, you know, Parler and Gab have recently, um, blown up significantly because of, you know, obviously the, the the hardcore censorship that Twitter has implemented on lots of people that are all pro-Trump, that are Trump supporters, and a lot of people that are spreading information and what they deem misinformation and stuff. And, you know, just, uh, just too much, you know, obviously a little bit of too much, either incitement of violence. I'm not going to sit here and say that the accounts they got purged were um, inciting violence, but spreading misinformation or false or fake news or quite simply i'm not just gonna sit here and pretend there's things that shouldn't be said things that the government can't afford to have people to know but you can't stop the people man that's the one thing you can censor these people's accounts you can pull posts down YouTube can take your videos down, but, you know, the true people and the true patriots of our world and the people, you can't silence the people's voice because people just look for alternatives. MySpace was an alternative. I mean, Telegram, I think, is one of them. Um, Like I said, Gab has its own, I said this on this earlier on the other podcast, Gab has uh, its own server, so we don't have to worry about anything being terminated and... Uh, honestly, it wasn't even allowed in the app store to begin with, so it wasn't taken out or anything like that. It was just, you know, the server isn't wasn't ready for the impact that all these people decided to bring. You know, these people want to speak. These people deserve to speak. You, I mean, realistically, I know, like I said earlier, it's Twitter's platform, it's Instagram's platform, it's Facebook's platform. So if they want to censor or take people down for saying things that they don't like or saying things that are going against their own beliefs, then sadly, they have all control of that. It's not our right to have a Facebook account. It's not our right to have an Instagram account, a Twitter account. It's our right to be a free 
American citizens. It's our right to have a voice. We do have a voice, ladies and gentlemen. We do. But it's going as far as being on their platform, saying crazy things on their platform. When we look at the fragile state of the country, we look, we look, we're looking at the fragile state of the way that the world's going. I mean, literally, Trump talked about January 6th multiple times. Got everybody together on January 6th. Hundreds of thousands of people. And I've talked about this on previous episodes. You've got categories of people who support Trump. You've got people who support Trump generally because there's a legitimate reason behind it business-wise or the way he stands or just, you know, you have your people have their reasons for it. You've got people that have everything Trump. My truck, my shirts, my underwear, my everything. Everything's pro-Trump. You go everywhere. You're hardcore. You have your flag. You have your hat. You have the, the MAGA sticker on your truck or whatever it is. And you've got people who are quiet, that don't say anything. That people whose, who, whose mouths would drop if you said you were a Trump supporter. They'd be, oh my God, I can't believe that. Oh, you support Trump? I don't want to be your friend. Oh, you support Trump? Blah, 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 blah. Everything changes. We're not friends anymore. Unfriend me if you like Trump. Unfollow. Block me. Take me off. Delete me if you don't like Trump or if you support Trump. Blah, 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 blah. So it's a huge, it's a huge crime, I guess, if you're a Trump supporter. So that's the way that a lot of people generally have thought and think about him. And he's the ultimate enemy to America. That's something I seen earlier ultimate enemy to America, he was banned off Twitter, he was banned off of Instagram, they all made it very clear that he is not to be on there because the incitement of violence, so a guy with that much powerful voice and that low, you know, obviously like that powerful of a reach, that powerful of a voice, and within less than two weeks left of his presidential term, he has nothing to lose, so I mean, we could see even worse things, man. He could spiral us into a world war, or and, you know, to do something super, super and supremely dangerous. So, I mean, it's kind of like I can see it from all points of the view. There's things I'm not saying. There's things that I just, you know, I would, I would like to say, but you know, there's really no point in saying them because they're, you know, if they're not true, if you, if you don't have 100% of the facts. You're better off not saying anything because you know the amount of reach that you have when you can reach to people. You don't want to be a guy that sounds ignorant or a guy that doesn't know what he's talking about. But realistically, depending on how you look at it, Trump can and will and maybe can spread lots of violence, lots of hatred. People incite violence. People, you know, obviously, not necessarily are, are... pulling the race cards or being racist or anything like that but if there's anything that trump does people will emulate it people will support it not necessarily support like super dark things hopefully not but just his antics the way he acts you know and he'll he'll rile them up you know whether it's good or bad you're you have a bunch of people. I mean, there's more. It just seems like there's so much more Trump supporters than anything nowadays. But it's like an army of them. It's like he has an army of people. So I mean, it's it's wild to see of how how much of a reach he truly has. And I don't know what it is that these hundreds of thousands of people see in Trump that makes him a fan. I'm not saying I'm not a fan. I'm I'm a huge, huge, huge fan, for sure. But I want to declare myself like, oh, I'm a Trump. I'm I'm a vo- I'm a voice of the people. I'm not a one hundred percent fan of Biden. I'm not a percent hundred percent fan of Trump. Not because I don't like him. I love him. I just don't. I don't want to say. I mean, I, I enjoy him as a person. I enjoy him as you know the person that he is. You know, he's outspoken. He does not give a fuck about what he says. He's uncensored. There's anything. There's nobody like him in the history of our whole world when it comes to presidents and stuff. So I'm not. I'm not gonna sit here and buy and say, oh, I'm I'm for all for Trump because he promotes this or does this that does this or that this that and this and that. I'm a fan of him because of his personality and the way he acts and stuff like that. 
politic wise, I don't necessarily pay attention too much of, of the of anything else that he does. All I know is that he, you know, obviously for the longest time that we've been following him, I mean, I'm not going to say politic wise, I, I agree with anything because I'm not even really a politics kind of guy. We, we, we've talked about it within like the last few episodes and, um, you know, been very politic heavy and um, really deep in the, the QAnon supporters conspiracies and you know the QAnon groups and the support Trump supporters you know all the looking at what all the patriots have had to say about everything that's going on and you know kind of watching it unfold slowly but surely but I have to take a piss so I want to put on some music for you guys to tune into so um yeah because I have to piss so fucking bad there's no way we can continue this show having a piss uh, what's a good song? What's a good song? What's a good song? Simple tax returns only. Snap your W-2 and file Fed and State for Fuck free. Fuck you. It's Flashback by Calvin Harris. It's one of my favorite songs, ladies and gentlemen. I'm going to use the rest of them real quick. Commercial break, baby. Dizzy in my hand, I have my weed pipe right next to me, so I'm gonna take a hit before we continue, baby. This is like a flashback. This is like a dream. This is like all the things you can fit inside a memory. and uh, the other artist that was in there. I don't remember her name, but we said we were going to take a hit, ladies and gentlemen. Um, when I was taking my 40-second piss, I was thinking about it for, for a second. So the influence, influence that Trump has on a lot of people can cause you to do a lot of stupid things. Like I said, take to his antics. Use them in your own life, I guess. Kind of use that as an army. Like, like you know, you see the videos that people are shouting at these other motherfuckers. Or they're hardcore Trump supporters. And they're shouting. Or they're, they're you know, the Karens. Like, the Karens of the world. You, you, you see those videos on the internet of people just, you know, going off or popping off and shit like that. And they're Trump. They happen to be Trump supporters. There's nothing wrong with supporting a, a presidential candidate and being hardcore supporter of him. But... I'm going to play devil's advocate right now and look at it from the people's side of the view. The people who aren't necessarily, who are on the outside, not the people who pay attention to all the little deep, dark secrets that go on, all the corruption that happens in politics. Not people that look, look at it in that point of view. But realistically, 
You got people who have turned on the news and all of a sudden see that protesters have stormed the U.S. Capitol. And, you know, that's that that never happens, man. You never see anything like that. I mean, we've had crazy protests. We've had vandalism. We've we, with the the whole Black Lives Matter protests and all the different protests, LGBTQ supporters and stuff like that. You get all these crazy protests, all these groups, all these movements that are all together, that all feel they deserve the rights and deserve to not be judged and deserve to be accepted as these people. And they generally do deserve that. Black Lives Matter, if if that's not a terrorist organization, there's a, a handful of people out there that, that, you know, obviously feel that Black Lives Matter. Same thing with the all lives matter. When there, there's people that get upset when you say all lives matter. And do all lives not matter though? It d- doesn't matter what race, what nationality, what your political view is, what your if you're religious or not religious. I think every single human that God creates in this whole world, their lives matter. So if you get mad about that, that's solely on you. I I may catch some heat for that, and that's perfectly fine because I can put this podcast on multiple platforms if need be. If that's if that's what it takes, then that's what we'll do. But in reality, if you get mad when someone says all lives matter, that's not a racist term. That's not being racist. That's not not just black lives. All lives. Puerto Rican lives matter. Chinese lives matter. All these lives. We're all human. For most part, hopefully, some of these people don't even act like they're human. But all in real, realistically, all lives matter. I don't want to hear anything else about it. So, like I said, going back to it, all these protests, all these other different things that have gone on have been severely violent. I mean, you drive around your city and see that certain places of interest, potential interest, could be boarded. I mean, because you remember all the looting. Do you remember Remember when everybody was, you know, stealing? Yeah, they were stealing shit. They were vandalizing shit. They were spray-painting shit on there, right? They're causing violence and destruction within their city, which is wild. Because if you sit in there, sit back, and you think about it for a second, why the fuck? Would someone vandalize their own city? You you claim that you're from a city. You're passionate about your your town or where you're from or what you stand for. But do you stand for violence? Is it because you may not be a fan of the cops. You may not be a fan of what's going on. You may not be a fan of Biden. You may not be a fan of Trump. That does not mean you go and cause violence. Because you're encouraging other people to do that. And somehow, some way, these people get together, they form these different, um, these groups together, and they go and protest Capitol buildings, or federal buildings, or buildings where political people, or people, in whatever the fuck it is, not Congress or anything, but like, you know, like the mayor's office or something, like, some shit like that. Like, people do some crazy shit, and these protests and stuff, I don't think we really... Eh, I don't want to say that this is like the most violent protest that we've ever had, but it's one of the biggest significant ones. I mean, the fact that hundreds of thousands of people came on behalf of Trump. If Trump didn't say anything about gathering together there on D.C. on the 6th of January, nobody would have done anything. This wouldn't have been a thing. So, you know, when it comes to Trump, Trump has what he has. So anybody that's attached to him, if it's controversial or not, it's attached to him. So Trump gets all these people to get together. Of course, things are going to get violent because that's all that's been happening this last these last few times. And the the Trump rallies and all these crazy protests and all that. And it's it's really uh, caused a lot of violence and a lot of damage over the years, over these last four years, I mean, all the wild, crazy things that have been happening, 
under Trump's name it has been outstanding and astonishing and absolutely crazy. But you can't sit here and point fingers at him. You go because these are the actions of specific people that are choosing to act because of those, you know, because of their own fucking beliefs or sp whatever it is that they stand for, whatever their agenda is. They're they're coming out and they're doing things on their own actions. So you can't say that all that craziness that happened in the Capitol was necessarily all Trump supporters. I mean, there was more Trump supporters in the world than anything, but I don't know necessarily. I mean, these people, you shouldn't be going to the U.S. capitals. You shouldn't be flipping over cop cars. You shouldn't be doing any of that stuff. That stuff's not warranted. If you're a supporter or you support someone, you shouldn't be damaging property. You shouldn't be, I mean, that has precautions. There's, there's actions, consequences for your actions. When you do stuff like that. Peaceful protests, however. I'm all for it. I, like I said earlier, like I said many times on the show today. I think that people deserve to have a voice. I think that people deserve to talk about things amongst each other. Or in a group or online or something. But I sympathize and I understand where Twitter is coming from. Because of just how much stuff Trump has enabled. I mean, he's enabled a lot of stuff, both good and bad. And realistically, if you deny that, then you're you're just siding. On, you're not thinking about it in the whole, the whole way. you got to admit that he has incite things, good and bad. You know, do you want your kids to grow up in a negative environment like that? Do you want your wife, your girlfriend, your family to be around people that are very dangerous like that? I don't think so. I mean, if you think about it wholeheartedly, I want my kids to be in a safe environment. Not an environment where they have to worry about their cars getting stolen or kicked in or flipped over or spray painted. You know, you shouldn't be scared to... Put your like say like for example you you driving in the neighborhood and you see a Trump sign or something in my house or a Trump sign in this one lady's house and you see it and you just like oh I'm gonna vandalize that or I'm gonna damage it. I mean people are very aggressive and I don't know. I mean it seems like as Trump has spiraled so much hate for people. And just the hatred towards Trump causes people towards Trump, yeah. The hatred towards Trump has caused loads and amounts of people to act out of character, to be honest with you. Act out of character, do things they normally probably wouldn't have done if it would have been another candidate or something like that. But Trump symbolizes hate in a lot of people's eyes. Not my eyes. I'm not going to sit here and say that because it's not even anywhere close to being true. I don't know him. I don't. I've, I only know what I see on the internet and what I've seen of him excessively tweeting and what we've seen on videos. I don't know Trump. I don't know how he is. I don't know what his thoughts are. I don't know what his views are. You only know what you, what, you only know about someone. Only things you like, you only know about someone what you see uh, what they post or what you see on the internet unless you know them personally or you know people that know them or people that are very reliable sources and stuff like that other than that i don't necessarily know too much i'm just some harmless guy on the on the internet that speaks the truth about things that gives my undivided thoughts I mean, I like that we touched base a little bit on the Poirier versus Conor McGregor. We might do the same thing for the last half of this show. Maybe not. Maybe we just continue to do this. I was really kind of nervous to do a podcast today. That's why we did two, because the first one, I felt like I was very hesitant in that one. I was very nervous. But I feel like now that we're a little bit more comfortable, we're sitting here, we're comfortable, um, we're flowing, I feel that we, you know, obviously there's nothing bad that we're saying. There's nothing controversial. I mean, obviously there's been thoughts of being potentially banned at one point in time, but there's nothing that we're saying that's controversial. I mean, I'll delete the episodes that are needed to be deleted, talking about the government and stuff like that, but, you know, I shouldn't be scared to utilize your free speech you should and we'll continue to keep doing that and if not we'll go to different platforms and we'll plateau there
We'll have a good time there. I mean, there's nothing wrong with talking about how you feel. I mean, the fact that when people sit and talk about how they feel, man, that's that's the best thing ever because you can like understand how some what someone's going through. You can understand how they're feeling, and you just put it all together. Yeah, tell me how you feel, Bob. Tell me how you feel, Tom. Sitting here talking about your feelings with this person, and boom, you get right through it, and you get to the root of the problem, and then boom, you go from there, and you solve some issues. Talking about things is one of the most important things that you could possibly ever do. And more so, being on a podcast, you get the opportunity to reach out to hundreds of people. So if you can use your reach for a positive thing, then by all means, man, you're doing everything you can. My pipe is empty, so we're going to reload this shit. Since we got a couple new plugs, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to plug those quickly. Follow us, me. Follow us slash me on Twitter, um, G the King MMA on Twitter, KWTK Pod on Instagram. No more G the King official on Instagram. That got purged. They got taken down. So I can kind of sympathize with the people who are having their accounts taken down as well. <laughs> Happened to me on Instagram, ladies and gentlemen. So it's kind of a little bit of an example of what's happened in the last couple of weeks. So quickly, ladies and gentlemen, anchor.fm forward slash KWTK pod. Um, like I said, uh, G the King official. Um, obviously, gab.com slash G the King official, excuse me, and parlor.com slash G the King official too. I um, have full hearted faith that um parlor will get their servers they're working on getting their own servers why not just have parlor and gab combined servers they're running on the same servers this is an army this isn't about individual free speech apps or individual things like that i think they all belong on one network man this is an army this is an effort this is a movement we've got to continue to keep the movement alive ladies and gentlemen one more time Gab.com slash G the King official, parlor.com slash G the King official. And if you want to follow my TikTok as well, go ahead. Go ahead. I don't really post too much crazy shit on there, but uh, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. What is it? It's G the King official, but it's spelled differently. So let's head on over to TikTok really quickly. All right. So um, at G, G the King official. But G the King with two G, so G T H E K I N G G O F F I C I A L. G the King official on there as well. Um, yeah, like I said, we're gonna continue to keep this movement going, baby, because we don't stop. We, I mean, we had a couple of episodes just today already, so um, there's no weed in there. Um, so it's good to keep that the train rolling. We're not going anywhere, ladies and gentlemen. We're not we're not disappearing into anywhere. We will not uh, succumb to the pressure of the fact that people are being censored and and their accounts are being taken down. I mean, my Instagram was taken down, but like I said, we're not going here kicking it with the king is full going full fledged, and we're assaulting the motherfuckers that don't like what we got to say here. So um, let's continue on. What do we got? on here um what's next what's next is me loading this pipe up and i got a um i'm trying to blue moon out right so it's been a while so last night i went to the store and um picked out a six pack of blue moon the bottles very fucking smooth. Feels like you definitely get a huge, 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 huge buzz. My hair is really messy right now, too. Wow. Pretty crazy, right? Uh, I mean, we did like a couple of live shows of the podcast, and then we just said, fuck you. We're out of here. Mm. Dude, I literally have to piss again. This is like the record for most bathroom breaks on the podcast. I think we're going to play. Let's play this song again, maybe. I got to go piss, bro. Let me just finish this Blue Moon real quick. I don't know. Do these Blue Moons have hella water and shit? It feels like I just drank like a bunch of water and shit. But anyways, guys, enjoy Flashback by Calvin Harris again. We'll be right back. Fucking banging, man. 
Bathroom break. We'll be back. in one day baby we are back all right i have to go piss man i don't think we'll have any more problems with that because there's no more fucking uh, blue moon on here ladies and gentlemen so going to the final leg of our podcast ladies and gentlemen appreciate you guys for joining us here on the show let's go for, let's go towards some, some more fight stuff some fight things um so, obviously, a lot of people are excited for the return of Connor. He's obviously taking on Dustin Poirier, as we talked about in the first episode today. Um, very interesting fight. Stylistically, both of these guys probably center as strikers. You probably look at them as very powerful strikers. Poirier has some pop as well. But like I said, I'm very intrigued with his ground game. Because his ground game is phenomenal. He has fantastic submissions. His control on the ground is real good. And how about American Top Team, man? American Top Team has brewed some of the best fighters in the world. I mean, them getting the the Gym of the Year award more more places than anything. It's like, absolutely, that's warranted and that's very well deserved. Because, like, they have, like, Masvidal. I mean, have Yoel Romero there. I mean, Dustin Poirier. I mean, Mike Brown's a top of the line when it comes to the coach coaches and then it's just it's, it's amazing what what they've been able to do i mean junior dos santos is over there too i mean we got so many good guys over there it's like there's so many people you can't even fucking name them all because there's that many there's so many people that that are out of that gym that has just been so exciting i mean so many guys that they've brewed from there i mean um Let's see. I I want to break some. I want to see some new, some of the preview of some of the matchups that we do have. We have gotten um, Curtis Blades versus Derek Lewis, uh, rebooked for UFC's February twentieth main event. Main event between um obviously Derek Curtis Blades and Derek Lewis. Very interesting. Um, Kamaru Usman versus Gilbert Burns in the works for UFC two fifty eight on February the thirteenth. Oh, very exciting fight that we've all been waiting for for years, man. Matt Brown versus Carlos Condit. We're here in 2021 talking about that. It's an excellent fight. Exciting fight. And, um, oh, man, I'm fucking excited. That's going to be a good one. Um, Matt Brown just turned 40. Happy birthday to you, Matt Brown. Carlos Condit, amazing fighter as well. Both very gritty. Um, I don't think this fight's going to be taking place on the on the ground, more so on the feet. Every fight starts on the feet, but these guys are all coming. These guys are coming for blood and guts, and they're not backing down. So I think this is going to be very interesting, very entertaining, very very uh, aggressive fight. Um, Aljamain Serling returns to take on Piotr Jan for the belt, UFC 259 on March 6th. And then obviously we've got Connor taking on uh, uh Connor taking on Dustin Poirier and now since the last time we've spoken, Michael Chandler didn't have an opponent. Now obviously we're a little late on the announcement of that, but he is to be taking on Michael Chandler. Very interesting fight because you look at how Michael Chandler's been doing over in Bellator. Um, you know, obviously his his credibility is very well known. Um obviously in Bellator he's 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 
been regarded as one of the best lightweights of all time. The people and the biggest question people have been asking is how he will do in the UFC. We will get that uh, opportunity against. We will get to see that with him taking on Dan Hooker. Overall, it's a lot of exciting fights coming up. I mean, Max Holloway versus Calvin Cater is an interesting one, too, considering that if you look at where Calvin Cater is at, at 145 pounds, he is knocking on the door for a featherweight title shot. Not necessarily should be next, because we do have Brian Ortega, who's penciled in to fight Alexander Volkanovsky next. If we look at Brian Ortega's last fight against a Korean zombie, he looked absolutely phenomenal. He looked great. He looked like a brand new fighter, completely reinvented himself, and very exciting for him, because obviously he gets a featherweight title shot, but you know, one more win for Calvin Cater. I mean, he's vicious, man. He's he's nasty. He has fucking power like crazy. Nasty ass elbows, obviously. Nasty ground and pound. <laughs> I mean, obviously, look at him. Look at the what he did to Jeremy Stevens, man. Oh my God, that thing was that was fucking nasty. He's getting the chance to really put it all together against a, a Max Holloway figure. And if he can beat Max Holloway other than the champion at 145 pounds, no one's beating Max Holloway as of late. Unless it's, his name is Dustin Poirier at 155, but realistically at 145 pounds. Other than Volkanovski, no one's quote-unquote beating Max Holloway because both Volkanovski fights were very close, but realistically Volkanovski beat him. So it's a, it's a you know, it's between... Those two. So if Calvin Cater is able to get a win over Max, then that will warrant him a title shot. Probably the winner of Ortega versus Volkanovski whenever and if that gets announced within the near future. So it'll be interesting, man. It'll be, it'll be severely interesting. So for the last few minutes of this show, we're going to light this shit up, baby. So it's very interesting for um, going to the Connor versus Poirier fight. Because stylistically, both men have similar, no, not similar styles, but both men, obviously, Connor obviously, is in a league of his own. I mean, with the power he possesses in that left hand, the movement, the timing, the accuracy, the perfect placement on punches, kicks, and knees, and everything that Connor has. I mean, he can go the five rounds if need be. Um, obviously we've seen his cardio test in the NADS fights, but we've seen him also put together a masterpiece performance. He promises a masterpiece against Dustin Poirier the second time, so that will be an excellent fight. That will be interesting. We're nearly gone for two hours today, ladies and gentlemen, for podcast too, so I'll be very fucking excited to release both these episodes too. But yeah, Poirier has also gone through the ringer as well. Poirier has shown his heart, his determination, his grit, and obviously shown that he is a heart of a champion and he's here to win. So I was a little saying on the, for the last episode, you can't go into every single fight and get busted up like that. You know, like the fight that he had against Dan Hooker. You can't have fights like that every single time. I mean, it happened to Tony Ferguson. It's going to happen to Dustin Poirier if he's not careful because Connor has a vicious left hand from hell. So, oof, it's not going to be a good one when it comes to that. But uh, we can only, we can only um, hope for the best. Very interesting fight. Poirier obviously brings in a phenomenal ground game, great submissions as well. But I don't, you know, if I had to put my money on it, I don't think that this fight goes to the ground that much. I mean, maybe it will go to the ground. So me putting money down doesn't mean you get to take money away. I just don't think that's going to really take place too much on the ground. I think it's going to be a phenomenal, uh, it's going to be a phenomenal fight for however long it lasts. Sorry, guys. I'm 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 commenting my gab in the I'm in this uh, Triumph News Network community uh, community group on Facebook. So I'm just commenting my uh, gab because I created a post for the parlor account. But if that's going to be shut down for a week or so, then that really kind of loses momentum to comment your usernames. Because I said comment your usernames so we can all follow each other and establish a group of people. But that's why I'm hearing the tapping on my phone in the background. 
Okay, so we did that. All right. Um, but yeah, other than that, man, I'm just enjoying the last day that I have off before this next Friday, this upcoming Friday, I will have off. But other than that, no, we're going to be full steam ahead. That's why I released two episodes today. Um, I genuinely appreciate all you guys for tuning in for our episodes, for both episodes, both 316 earlier, and now we're getting two episodes, so two for the price of one, essentially, but I appreciate you guys for tuning in on this episode of Kicking It With The King. It's your host, Gabriel Hernandez. As always, we will continue to keep moving forward with the show, regardless of anything that comes our way, and obviously continue to have a great time, ladies and gentlemen, so appreciate you guys for tuning in. Follow us on Gab at G the King official. If you want to follow us on Parlor, you can. I know they're going to be shut down for a little bit, but they'll come back in a week or so. They just have to get a new server, establish a new server, a new host for their app. Parlor.com slash G the King official. Gab the Gab.com slash G the King official. Instagram.com slash KWTK pod, as well as anchor.fm forward slash KWTK pod. We're available on Spotify. Apple, everywhere you get your shows, ladies and gentlemen. So, without further ado, this is Gabriel Fernandez signing off. Two uh, two podcasts in one day. I was going to say two podcasts in two days, but realistically, we had two podcasts in one day. So, about 20 minutes apart. So, I appreciate you guys for joining in on this episode, ladies and gentlemen. So, without further ado, we will be back sooner rather than later, ladies and gentlemen. So, sayonara ladies and gentlemen until next time we're out of this bitch bye folks dj turn it up dj turn it up DJ turn me up, DJ turn me up. Yeah. I like my music loud, so DJ turn me up, DJ turn me up. Yeah. I like my music loud, so DJ turn me up, DJ turn me up. Yeah. I like my music loud, so DJ turn me up, DJ turn me up. Trying to get lit, musical loudest, nigga with hits If I hop on it, then do what you get I just go in like the fit of a switch I come to party, trying to get lit Musical loudest, nigga with hits If I hop on it, then do what you get I just go in like the fit of a switch